All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including iTunes and Spotify. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. You can say whatever you want to say. You can talk about how my guests are really good, but I'm a little bit of a narcissist. Say whatever you want to say. Just make sure it's a five-star review. That'll help others find the show in the future. Might not be your cup of tea, but it could be somebody. So please do that for us. Anyway, I'm here with Josh Boutwell from the Troy Messenger to talk a little football. It's here, Josh. It's here. Finally. <laughs> Seriously. And and you guys are making noise. Um, I think his name is um Dogie, transferred Dagey. in from Dagie. Transferred in. You got a four star coming in from Utah. I mean, there's there's stuff happening at Troy right now. Yeah, this has probably been one of the more exciting fall camps I've ever covered for sure. Um, Daggy was like that came out of nowhere, nowhere, and it just it blew up from there. (laughs) It's actually really nuts. Uh, How was the first fall camp with um, John Summerall? How how was that working? Because we have a history, obviously, in Oxford. Uh, you can just you can kind of feel the culture changing around the program. The players talk about it all the time. Um, it's what it kind of feels like night and day, especially with the offense. Seeing them even from the spring, the improvement they've they've been making in the defense, obviously, is kind of the heart and soul, and they seem to be just getting better and better. Okay, T- talk to us a little bit and tell Ole Miss fans what they can expect to see um, on the offensive side of the ball from Troy. Um, completely different offense. Uh, Troy in the last several, really beginning in Neil Brown, even before that, has been more of an air raid type of offense, throwing the ball over the, all over the place. Um, this year is going to be a lot more run oriented, a lot more physical. Um, obviously, I have a big group of uh, running backs back there with all, a ton of experience, um, an offensive line with a ton of experience. So you're going to see probably a little bit more tighter formations, maybe some pistol formations, things like that. Um, definitely a, a, a lot more running coming from Troy this year. Would you say it was a, it's a similar offense to what Kentucky ran last year? Is that is that what they're trying to do? Um, similar, but um, probably I would look more at uh, Arkansas from several years ago. Um, oh, UAB okay. from the last couple of years as well. Um, You'll see some I pro I think you'll probably see a little bit of a, a quarterback run mixed in there. Um maybe not so much with Gunnar Watson in the game, but um there's all, there's some other quarterbacks that are able to do that a little bit more. Defensively, uh, what are we looking at? Since the def- defense is the bread and butter of the Troy team apparently. Uh, what what are we looking looking at from their defense? Um the biggest difference, I think, this year, um, we're probably going to see Richard Jibiner and uh, Javon Solomon on the field at the same time. They both play that bandit slash jack outside linebacker defensive end role. You'll see them on the field more this year. Um, the defense is going to be very similar to what we've seen in years past with the odd front most of the time. Um, very physical, very, very physical. Uh, they want to get after the quarterback. They want to uh, make negative plays in the backfield try to limit um, – trying to force you into doing one thing and stick to that. And I think they're, they've they been really good at that. Like I said, ton of experience, really at all three phases of the defense, but especially the linebacker and the defensive line. Okay. If you take into account, like, um, the, the players on the offense, who are players that Ole Miss needs to pay attention to? 
Uh, Kamani Vidal, running back, is a is a big name you, you need to pay attention to. Um, Michael Vice is a newcomer at tight end. I think another thing that we're going to see a lot more this year than we have in the past is the use of the tight ends. So he'll be used a lot. DeAndre Lewis will be used a lot as well. Um, receivers, uh, Tez Johnson and Jabree Barber are definitely the go-to guys. Both of them have great speed. Um, those are guys you need to look for. And then um, also some uh, receivers, bigger receivers like uh, Rajay Johnson will probably get a lot of a lot of playing time this year as well. Okay. Same same question on the defensive side of the ball. Give us some defensive players that Ole Miss should be um, familiar with. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Carlton Marshall, I mean, he, he's the guy. He's he's the leader among leaders um, the, in the middle of the defense. Um, Javon Solomon and Richard Jimner also that I mentioned. Uh, Cholo on the defensive line, nose tackle, is probably one of the better nose tackles in the Sun Belt. Um, Jay McDonald's another guy, um, on the, an inside linebacker. He missed a lot of time at the end of last year, but in fall camp, he's looked as good as I've seen him at Troy. Um, Craig Slocum's a guy on the secondary that you need to watch out for. KJ Robertson is uh, another awesome belt guy. Okay, and in the kicking game, um, how, how does the kicking game look at Troy? Kicking game has been interesting. Um, Troy came in this year with Luke. Uh, gosh, my I still can't say his name. Is an Aussie punter, um, and he ended up leading the team before ball camp. So now they have Mike Rivers, who's a guy from North Carolina A and T. And he's got a big leg. So he's been really impressive in, 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 as the punter. The kicker, uh, Brooks Boosie, who's uh, from Georgia and kicked most of last year, um, coming in as a veteran, has been kind of uh, challenged, really, by um, Scott Taylor Renfro, who is a local kid from Troy, played at Pike Liberal Arts. Both those guys have been competing at that spot, and both have been looking look really good. Tez Johnson and um, Jobber Barber as returners have been kind of the primary guys there. Kickoffs reach the end zone? Yes, for sure. Um, they actually have two or three guys that can, can kick off, too. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to change gears here, here real quick. Um, the Sun Belt in recent years, take six, seven years ago, people talking about the Sun Belt, and it was almost like the butt of the jokes, like the bottom of the FBS and all that. But now there's a legit thing that they can say that, hey, we're fairly close to the American right now. What does yeah. it feel to be a team that just went through that whole ascendancy with the Sun Belt? It's it's been pretty wild. I think um, you could argue that outside of the SEC, the, the Sun Belt has handled the expansion probably as good as anybody else. Um, adding Southern Miss, Old Dominion, Marshall. I mean, that's that's as big as it gets. James Madison too. That's as big as it gets in terms of the expansion. Those guys have just added depth, and I think. Um, when you have teams like App and Louisiana who are able to compete with everybody, and the, the, the somebody just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Now, is it weird to watch a game being played at Coastal? <laughs> is it weird for you? I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, sure. that weird color green, that teal yeah, on the field. I, all, all of the the color turfs always mess with me. West yeah. Kentucky, everybody. Yeah, the worst one to me is like um, Eastern Washington with the red field. Uh, it's like that that just hurts your eyes. Come on, guys. Just pl plant grass or make it fake grass, man. Yeah, the Smurf turf is still the worst for me, though. Oh, oh yeah, that, that, that's pretty terrible. Anyway, Josh, thank you very much for coming by. And I want to let everybody know that they can get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen every day. Host Chris Gordy and the local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes or less. Make it your second listen, Locked On SEC. 
Anyway, Josh, thank you very much for stopping by. Um, you know, we're not going to come across Troy very often, but if we do have a reason to talk, Troy, I'll definitely reach out to you, man. You're fantastic. Hey, I appreciate it. Anytime. All right, man.